back. We are. It's y'all talk with a Southern accent Tuesday edition with your host, John Rawl. Good to have you back here. We've got a political report coming up in just a few minutes, perhaps history being made in the state of Georgia today. We'll tell you about what's on Brian Kemp's desk. Also, later this hour, country music hit maker of the 1980s, Lacey J. Dalton, will be our special guest. We recently caught up with Lacey J. We're going to talk to her about, oh, some of her good music from the old days, but also what she's doing now to preserve the wild horses of America's West. All that coming up with hit maker Lacey J. Dalton, singer-songwriter. That's ahead on y'all this hour. In hour two, we started out with a little sports lanyap where we dive into all kind of sports news. In fact, we had NASCAR on Monday. They got rained out over the weekend in Dover. And on Monday, they raced. We'll tell you the winner of that race at Dover Speedway. And we'll have some other information from the college sports front, basketball. Actually, a lot of women's basketball news to pass along to you here on this Tuesday, y'all. Plus, of course, college football news and all the latest with the other sports in our sports land. Yeah. And then as we continue on in hour two today, the barrister will be back. Matt Hermans. He's the guy that knows all things barbecue. We're going to talk to him about Louisville, Kentucky barbecue and fire pits. All that on today's y'all show. And a quick reminder on Wednesdays, y'all make sure you join us all week because tomorrow. Jonathan Lifeite will be dropping by with his ACC report. Precious will be back with all that's going on in country music and in Nashville, Tennessee. On Thursday, author Larry Walker will be our special guest. He has penned the new book, Tales from Georgia's Nat Line. And if you want to know a little bit about gnats and if that's been bugging you, well, you'll need to tune in Thursday to our feature on Larry's new book, Tales from Georgia's Nat Line. Plus, we'll have a SEC spotlight with Mike Allison all about the Kentucky Wildcats come Thursday. So all kind of good stuff on this y'all show. I promise you a good time. Okay, we start our headlines today looking at what's going on in the South. And sadly, for the second day this week, we're starting out with some unfortunate news in terms of law enforcement as a veteran police officer in Biloxi, Mississippi, was gunned down over the weekend. And this is a really disturbing story because this officer Robert McKeithen. He served the Biloxi Police Department for 24 years and was preparing to retire at the end of this year. And this 58-year-old was shot multiple times near his patrol car, which was parked outside the Biloxi, Mississippi Police Department's headquarters Sunday evening. He later died at a local hospital, and authorities are looking for him. He had served in the Air Force and won the Medal of Valor for saving the lives of four special needs children and he was killed over the weekend in Biloxi, Mississippi. And right now, the identity of the shooter and the motive for the attack remains unknown. A reward being offered. This is a developing story coming out of Harrison County, Mississippi. But this Biloxi police officer, for no reason whatsoever, gunned down on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. On Monday afternoon in West Tennessee, a Tennessee state trooper died after a crash on Interstate 40 near Jackson, Tennessee. And the officer killed in this wreck was Tennessee State Trooper Matthew Gaddy. He served the Memphis District of the Tennessee Highway Patrol. A statement from THP said, Our hearts are filled with much grief and sadness. The family of Trooper Gaddy is in our deepest thoughts and prayers. Please keep Trooper Gaddy, his family and friends in your hearts and prayers. Investigation is ongoing in the crash that happened on Interstate 40 in the western portion 
of Madison County, Tennessee, on Monday. In Little Rock, Arkansas, police there on Monday fired a police officer who was white after he killed a black motorist, saying he violated departmental policy when he shot at least 15 times through a moving car's windshield. And Chief Keith Humphrey said that in a letter to Officer Charles Stark that voluntary moving in front of a vehicle and firing at it instead of avoiding its path was a violation of policy. Starks has 10 business days to appeal to his termination. Prosecutors on April 19th declined to file charges against Starks in the death of 30-year-old Bradley Blackshear. Police said Starks was responding to a call back on February 22nd after a detective confirmed that the car Blackshear was driving was stolen and Starks fired multiple rounds into the moving car, killing Blackshear at the scene. And a video that was about 25 minutes in length was released in March that showed the police dash cam footage and surveillance of the incident. And now this police officer in Little Rock fired from his job there after fatally shooting a black motorist some months ago. Out of Columbia, South Carolina, police have solved the 1988 stabbing death of an 80-year-old woman there. And they didn't just use cutting-edge DNA DNA tests, but they also used nearly two years of interviews and other old-fashioned police work to come up with a solution to the death of Alice Hainsworth Ryan. Her car was stolen, and then she was killed in her Greenville, South Carolina home way back in 1988, stabbed to death. And it took dozens of interviews with a suspect, his family, friends, and others involved in the case to finally lead to a murder charge. And this was all announced on Monday. Brian Keith Munns, who's 51 years old, was arrested on lesser charges back in February. But Thomas said he intentionally kept the secret arrest so detectives could do more interviews and get the best case they could to do the the work to the death of the, well, the daughter of a well-known mill president and the great aunt of the current mayor of Greenville, South Carolina, Knox White. And they were able to piece some things together, again, doing some gumshoe police work, along with some DNA evidence, and able to solve this murder mystery from Greenville, South Carolina, now 31 years old, after this 80-year-old woman killed back in 1988. Looks like they may have the answer to that mystery. Congratulations to Baylor University, a university that's had its share of bad headlines the last few years. Baylor has announced a $100 million gift to the university, the largest in the Waco University's history. And the gift is the largest gift, as we said, in the history of Baylor. And the donor who who gave it, and it wasn't me, I'm sorry, it wasn't me, but the donor who gave the $100 million gift to Baylor wishes to remain anonymous. The donation was announced over the weekend, and it's been earmarked for Baylor's $1.1 billion Give Light Philanthropic campaign that includes teaching, research, and service. School officials say the campaign has so far raised nearly $700 million. Baylor is the world's largest Baptist university, has an enrollment of 17,000 right there along the banks of the Brazos in Waco, Texas. And congratulations to BU with its largest gift ever, $100 million. Plus, if you know anything about Baylor's sports team here recently, they just picked up a national championship in women's college basketball so all i can say for all you baylor fans out there sick them a father of a kentucky youngster has been charged with murder for fatally punching his one-year-old son in the head after becoming angry over losing a video game 
Anthony Trice, a 26-year-old, was watching his baby Friday when he grew enraged over losing a game, threw his controller, and struck the infant in the head. This according to the Louisville, Kentucky Metro Police Department. Trice tried to comfort the baby, carrying him into the kitchen, but dropped him, according to Louisville TV station WAVE. He reportedly gave his son a bottle before he noticed the infant was in stress and called 911, and unfortunately, he died. The bond for Trice was raised to a million dollars cash after a court appearance on Monday. He's facing charges of criminal abuse, first degree of a child. The charges later upgraded to murder after the child died there in Louisville, Kentucky. Again, this father charged with murder after punching and then killing his baby over losing a video game, according to the Louisville Police Department. Hodgson, Georgia, a newspaper reports that the mayor of that mostly white Georgia city is being criticized for saying the community wasn't ready to have a black city administrator. According to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution newspaper, interviews and documents obtained by the paper show that Hodgson Mayor Teresa Kennerly expressed concerns regarding a black finalist for the job, a man named Keith Henry. In a document released by Hodgson, Georgia, in response to an open records request, Councilman Hope Weeks wrote that the mayor told her that Henry was a good candidate, but, quote, he was a black and we don't have a big black population. And she just didn't think Hodgson was ready for that. The mayor said in a statement that she doesn't recall making such a comment. Weeks says Henry was a finalist for the job before withdrawing to accept another position. Hodgson, Georgia, mayor. Not sure if they're quite ready for a black leader. That headline coming from the Peach State. And finally, in our headlines here to start out today's Y'all Show, we'll take you to Columbia, South Carolina, where the University of South Carolina, flagship of the University of the State of South Carolina, is located. And they just got quite a gift. 180,000 rare comic books have been given to the University of South Carolina. In a press release from the University of South Carolina Libraries, the gift of more than 180,000 comic books and related materials from a collector named Gary Lee Watson, not known as one of the largest comic, now known as one of the largest comic book collections in the country. The collection includes a variety of materials, including 143,000 unique comic books, 20,000 magazines, 15,000 paperbacks, and much more. And the man who gave this, I think, was from Ohio. I don't know what his connection to the University of South Carolina was. But if you want a a good comic book, you might want to head on to Columbia and check out this collection, which spans the entirety of comics history, going way back to 1897, what's called the the Platinum Age, the Golden Age of Comics, 1938 to 50. And then you had the Superheroes era, the Silver Age, and what's called the modern age, 1985 to present. This collection includes Marvel Comics Avengers number one, Star Trek number one, and you also have the first appearance of the Justice League of America, which includes Wonder Woman, Flash, Green Lantern, Aquaman, and Martian Manhunter. I wasn't a comic book aficionado growing up, so I really don't know a whole lot about this collection, but maybe I should learn. I can devote the rest of my life to the collection of Gary Lee Watson, the man who has given this collection to the University of South Carolina Libraries, which they have, by the way, the University of South Carolina, 
I remember back in the early 80s, they were given or maybe purchased at that time the Movie Tone collection. Movie Tone was one of the first kind of news real organizations, kind of like the Associated Press, except they did stuff on film and a lot of really old stuff from the 20s and 30s was on Movie Tone. And the entire Movie Tone library is housed at the University of South Carolina. So if you want to go look up something that happened way back prior to World War II, or maybe even in the World War II years, chances are they're at the University of South Carolina and probably online you can find that Movie Tone collection. But now, in addition to movies, you can look at comic books, which I'm going to talk to Jerry Short about this. Comic books were a major, major thing for most Americans growing up in the 50s, going back to the 40s even, and be and before that. In fact, I recently found out on PBS that comic books were the most read-slash-viewed thing in America back in the days of World War II and just after, meaning more people looked at comic books than they did newspapers. More people read comic books than listened to the radio. It really was a... The, it was the Internet of that era. And now... Nearly 200,000 of these things, rare comic books at that, will be housed at the University of South Carolina. When we come back on Y'all, we will switch gears to the Y'all Political Report. We've got news coming from Atlanta, Georgia. Brian Kemp's got a decision to make today. We'll tell you about that. Plus, there's a new candidate for U.S. Senate in the Lone Star State. We'll have the details when the Y'all Political Report comes up next. Blue Star medicated ointment works fast to relieve the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. It's amazing. It's like as soon as you put it on, you can feel it working. We've had Blue Star in the family for years. It works on everything. I love the cooling sensation on my athlete's foot. What a relief for my eczema. Nothing worked on my dry, cracked skin until I tried Blue Star. Blue Star is great for scalp itch. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When a client calls, what do you want them to hear? Your personal voicemail? Hey, you've reached Greg's cell phone? Uh, I'm away right now, (laughs) obviously. Uh, Leave a message and maybe I'll get back to you. Or something a little more buttoned up, courtesy of Grasshopper. Thanks for calling Green Landscaping. To make an appointment, dial 1. For billing, dial 2. To speak with Greg Smith, dial 1. There's no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Funds are deposited for delivery next business day at approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. Have you longed for a simpler life? Imagine how simple life would be if you just had one bill every month. It's that kind of simplicity Avant can help you find with a debt consolidation loan. Pay off your bills and have just one fixed rate payment. It takes just minutes to apply online. And depending on approval, you could have your money sent the next business day from $2,000 to $35,000. And because Avant is accredited by the Better Business Bureau, life is not only simpler, but in hands you can trust. Simplify your life with a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5151 when applying. Avant.com, code 5151. That's Avant.com, code 5151.
Y'all talk with a Southern accent, and we want to hear your accent. Text or call 803-816-1170 with a question or a comment. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Y'all Show. Make sure to like the Y'all.com Facebook page and bookmark the website, Y'all.com, which has bunches of great Southern reads. And get the on-demand editions at iTunes Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, and the iHeartRadio apps. Now back to the Y'all Show with your host, John Rawl. And we appreciate that information. Yeah, we want to hear from you here on this all-Southern program. Well, we have our political report here on this Tuesday edition where we want to cover a few things from that front. And we start out in Atlanta, Georgia, where Governor Brian Kemp is expected to sign an anti-abortion bill today that's considered one of the most restrictive in the country and will likely be challenged in court. It's the fetal heartbeat bill, and it will make it illegal to receive an abortion once a heartbeat is detected in the womb, which generally happens around six weeks. The law has, of course, stirred up opposition among Democratic lawmakers and abortion rights advocates. Critics argue that many women don't know they're pregnant at six weeks and that it's too tight of a window for women to get an appointment with doctors and receive proper care. Georgia's current state law allows abortions up to the 20th week of pregnancy. The new law would be enacted at the start of 2020. But Brian Kemp expected to sign this anti-abortion bill today, which is yet another state jumping into the whole abortion situation in front of the 2020 election. And you have to wonder, with more states kind of showing off their states' rights here, are we seeing a bigger battle brewing in the Supreme Court soon where the Roe versus Wade gets really put up to another test? Well, in Georgia, Brian Kemp is inching that whole argument a little closer to reality, signing this fetal heartbeat bill into law if he does that today and is expected to do that. Austin, Texas is where you'll find MJ Hager. She recently ran for Congress in the Lone Star State, and she lost that bid. She ran against Congressman John Carter and was defeated in a heavily Republican-leaning district in the Austin area. And she she almost won that. She missed it out, missed it by three points. She lost that. Now she's decided to run in 2020 for U.S. Senate in the state of Texas. Remember. There's some key people who will not be running because they're running for president right now. And Hager is a former Air Force pilot and was a helicopter pilot in the Air Force. And she got a lot of publicity when she ran against Carter in 2018. And she had a bunch of attention-grabbing ads and got a bunch of money raised. And now she's decided to move on to running for U.S. Senate. And her announcement that she just put out in a video She said, Texans deserve a senator who represents our values, strength, courage, independence, putting Texas first. She'll be running against John Cornyn in Texas in 2020. And this is an election that Cornyn should win. But Texas, as we know from what Ted Cruz and Robert O'Rourke had in their fight in 2018, it was a close election. Cruz won. I think he won by three points. But O'Rourke really gave him a run for the money. And Texas is inching closer to becoming a purple state if it's not there already. It certainly is not far away from being a state that you cannot count on for Republicans like you have for decades. But there'll be a very savvy Democratic challenger in 2020, at least one who has 
the military background in this case for Hager, and she's already got experience running. She she did not win in her bid to become a congressman or congresswoman in her case, but she has got that experience there working around Round Rock, Texas. So watch out for this name in 2020. M.J. Hager, a former candidate for Congress now, switching over to the Senate. Speaking of guy running for Senate in Texas, O'Rourke, that would be also Beto O'Rourke is what he's known for. And he was in Texas over the weekend speaking at the commencement ceremony for Paul Quinn College, which is in Dallas. And O'Rourke at the announcement said, I gave you my thanks earlier for being here for us in 2017 and 28 for turning Tarrant County blue. And is that the kind of thing you need to say at a commencement exercise? I mean, he's starting to sound like Donald Trump who injects politics every time he opens his mouth, sometimes when he shouldn't even bring up political stuff. And I like the guy. He just needs to filter. He needs to cut his filter off. But yeah, he, he, uh, he had a rally in Dallas. I'm not sure if he said that statement at, at the commencement ceremony for Paul Quinn or not, but he was in Texas. In fact, Texas had five high profile Democrats come to it. In recent days, you had visits from Stacey Abrams, not necessarily people running for president. Stacey Abrams, the former candidate for governor of Georgia, was in the Lone Star State. Mayor Pete, Pete Buttigieg, was in Texas. And, of course, Texas native son who's running for president, Julian Castro, had an event there, as well as Kirsten Gillibrand and O'Rourke. So people – and remember, if you know anything about the calendar for 2020, the primary in Texas has been moved up. Texas is going to be a much bigger deal this time around as it was in 2016. Now, one issue that's going to be certainly on people's minds in 2020 will be immigration and building that wall. I bet you didn't know, but 529 immigrant children have been placed in Alabama since October, 136 of which have been put into two counties in the heart of Dixie. And the figures from the government show that in Jefferson County, 71 kids placed there in the last couple of months. And Marshall County, they've got 65 there, which is in the north end of of Alabama. The remainder of the kids placed in the other 65 counties of Alabama. But Alabama's getting a large number of immigrant children placed there. And I'm sure you'll see that in other states but that seems like a lot for us for a state nowhere close to the border now how about this story coming from the hill in nashville tennessee where you have the state capital a top aide for tennessee house speaker glenn casada has admitted using cocaine in a legislative office building chief of staff Cade cothran told news outlets monday he used the drug at work several years ago but no longer does so and he didn't give a response to allegations that during the time frame, he also sent texts in which he used racial slurs and called black people idiots. The 31-year-old aide said in an email Monday that because of the text allegedly happened years ago, I can, can sincerely say it's hard for me to remember things without absolute clarity. Well, I would think if you were under the influence of cocaine, that might be part of the reason there. Can you imagine having cocaine on the state house grounds of any state, much less Music City, USA. Whoa, what a story. And almost as ridiculous is what's coming out of Oklahoma. And 
here in the y'all political spotlight, we'd like to tell you what's really important in our political landscape in the South. Well, on the fringe of Dixie and Oklahoma, on at the end of last week, Governor Kevin Stitt, who's fairly new in office, he did an important deed in his duty of being the governor of Oklahoma. He signed into law a bill making a ribeye the official stake of Oklahoma. I don't know how Oklahoma has been able to get this far without having an official stake. And now they've got a stake in everything going on because the ribeye is officially Oklahoma's stake of choice. The measure takes effect November 1st, and I don't know how much this was debated in the halls of Oklahoma's state government. Oklahoma has more than 5 million cattle. Census figures estimate the 2018 population of Oklahoma was 3.9 million, so more cows than people in that great state of Oklahoma. So go to Oklahoma and get you a good ribeye, which I can honestly say I've never had, at least that I know of, an Oklahoma ribeye. Perhaps there was one and it wasn't marketed as such. And I know I haven't had a ribeye while in the state of Oklahoma. I've only had Brahms hamburger meat. That's the only Oklahoma meat I've enjoyed while in Oklahoma. I also got me some Brahms ice cream while I was in OKC. Oh, it was delicious too. All right. When we come back on y'all, so we're going to have some delicious music to pass along to you. Lacey J. Dalton made some great music in her time and she's still active and she's still involved helping out wild horses. And we're going to have an incredible conversation with this singer songwriter when we come back. Lacey J. Dalton. She sang 16th Avenue. She sang Black Coffee. We're going to be singing her praises when we come back after the break. Unisom knows when you don't get enough sleep, it's hard to avoid the fog. It's a sneaky fella. Hates sleep. Only appears when you don't get enough of it. I've seen the fog make a guy pour salt in his coffee. Thought it was sugar. Ever fold an entire basket of dirty laundry? Wasn't you. It was the fog. Unisom is specially formulated to help you fall asleep fast and get a good night's sleep. You'll wake up ready to take on the day. Sleeping well is the fog's worst nightmare. Unisom. Use as directed. And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When picking a phone number for business, what sounds more professional? Your personal number? Hold on. Let me give you my cell. And uh, actually, let me get yours, too, just so I don't ignore your call, you know? Or a dedicated business number, courtesy of Grasshopper. It was a pleasure meeting you. Our number is 1-833-IT-TROOP. Give us a call anytime. There's no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com. This is a cow, a cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 8686. That's promo code 8686 at vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. Hey, Dad, want to shoot some hoops? 
In a bit, buddy. I promise. Allegra knows that allergy symptoms can get in the way of enjoying the moment. I'll just play by myself. For outdoor and indoor allergies, get Allegra. It's the fastest non-drowsy allergy relief. It starts working in one hour, helping you break through your worst allergy symptoms with continuous 24-hour relief. Yes! Great shot, buddy. Let's play another game. You're on, Dad. Get Allegra and get back to the moment. Among single-ingredient OTC-branded oral antihistamines. Use as directed. From the corners of the country, from the cities and the farms, with years and years of living tucked up underneath their arms, they walk away from everything just to see a dream come true. So God bless the boys who make the noise on 16th Avenue. It is y'all, it is Talk With Us Southern Accent, and that song there, 16th Avenue, no doubt. I would call that the most important song if you want to know about how the music business works. That that song kind of says it all, going back to the mid-80s. And that song from Lacey J. Dalton, and here on y'all, we have this great singer on with us right now. Everybody, welcome in, Lacey J. Dalton. Hello. <laughs> welcome to well, the Y'all nice Show. Big welcome, John. Thank you. Well, thank you, and I appreciate you taking time to talk to all y'all. Well, I'm happy to talk to all y'all. <laughs> now, you that, know, that is the best thing I learned about living in Nashville was the word all y'all. Okay. I mean, that just includes everybody right now. <laughs> it, it, it does, and of course, I'm going to pick on you a little bit, Lacey J. You uh, are okay. what Everyone we call... does. Well, you're, you're what we call down here uh, a Yankee. Because you are you were born in Pennsylvania. I don't know what your hometown is, but at least you were born in Pennsylvania, right? I was born in Pennsylvania, in Bloomsburg, Pennsylvania, and believe it or not, Mr. Tom Schuyler, who was the who wrote Sixteenth Avenue, was from Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Ah, okay. We are all we are both damn Yankees. Yeah, and that, we are. Uh, I was so thrilled when that song got voted uh, one of the hundred best country songs ever. I wish I'd written it. And Tom told me if I'm a good girl someday, he'll show me how much money he's made from that song. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Schuyler's had a great career in music, just like you, as a writer and, and I think an executive there with rca records in the past but uh, well, yeah. do you know what else what else he did he, he when i got that song he was a carpenter at evergreen studios which was owned by even stevens later on even even he showed that song to even stevens even took it to billy Sherrill for me and uh, i just fell in love with it immediately and um uh, later on, even Stevens and Hillary Cantor wrote my last really big hit, which was Black Coffee. So it was there was just destiny there. But he, uh, Tom, lived that song. He actually lived. You know, he went there and did that thing where you knock on doors, and later became the uh, president of RCA Records, and later became the president of the International Songwriters Association, and was inducted a couple years ago into it. Yeah. Also, it was a recording artist under Schuyler Noblock right. and Overstreet and S.K. Bickhart. Schuyler Noblock right. and Bickhart had some right. hits back in the mid-80s as well. But the the whole 16th Avenue uh, and 
honestly i liked your song anyway lacy j but your song really took a whole new different meaning around 1989 1990 when cbs's 48 hours did kind of a documentary one night and your song was a prominent part of that and i just talked to marty brown the other day he's the guy that was on america's got talent but he he was featured in that documentary and he talked about how that changed his life so maybe you got some good traction out of that 48 hours presentation do you know i never i didn't know about that i never saw it i never heard about it yeah. until this very moment <laughs> make my day it might be out there on youtube somewhere but it your song was part of it hopefully you got a little couple of cents off of it at least well, it's, uh, you know, had I written that song, and everybody thinks I did, but I always tell people because Tom Schuyler is the most wonderful songwriter. He is still writing. He wrote, he wrote a song called Who Needs a Hummer and Why <laughs> that is absolutely hysterical, and he's written some very, very beautiful. I tried to uh, have his song Old Yellow Car was going to be my next record, but there was a guy at the record company who had the ears of a dead monkey who would not allow me to put that song out, and someone else put it out and got a Grammy nomination. But that would I have be a Dan Seals. Yeah, right, and I have a, the most beautiful version of that song. I think it's one of the best vocals I've ever done, and I really wanted it to be my second uh, single, and so did my producer, Billy Sherrill, but this uh, person who was uh, who had be just recently become in charge of the record company, who was a, I don't think the man could tell a major chord from a minor chord, and I don't know why they send people down like that to run record companies. It's crazy. But it, this is on Epic Records? No, I was on CBS. Well, yeah, CBS was the father, Which, the parent. Yep. Right, of Epic, and, and, uh, and later became Sony and EMI and everything else. And, but most of the recording I did, I did with Billy Sherrill on CBS Records. Mm -hmm. i got to tell the audience a funny story that you might have heard, too. Lacey J. Dalton, our special guest here on Y'all. Maybe you have, maybe you haven't heard this story, but this is true. She's talking about how these people come down, she's meaning from the north or wherever, to Nashville. They think they know everything. More damn Yankees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this particular executive <laughs> in the 1990s came down to take over Capitol Records, which at that time garth brooks was on and other hit makers like trace atkins and somehow the subject came up about great female singers and someone had mentioned this damn yankee something about patsy klein and this guy was like uh well why don't you call her up and get her in here and record and this is in like 1997 <laughs> patsy klein died in 1963 i think it was you know it it really was crazy when when it became music became a song factory around that time mm -hmm when they were bringing in those guys from New York and L.A., they became, uh, and they actually called the recording industry song factories. And it became very sad to me because they brought in a lot of really talented young people. They would get them all in debt, they'd buy them buses that they had to pay back and get $250,000 budgets for records. And, and in, if they didn't hit right away, they sent those kids back into the heartland, broke, you know, probably bankrupt and brokenhearted. They never did the thing which I was very fortunate because I did have sort of an apprenticeship. I worked with people who were so good. Billy Sherrill was really the king of Nashville for many, many years, and he was he discovered Tanya Tucker and um, George Jones and Tammy Wynette, and he was uh, he produced everybody, Charlie Rich and Johnny Paycheck and David Allen Cohen, a lot of us that were very, very different from one another, and Ray Charles almost to the end of his life. And Billy would... Billy was a wonderful producer because he never, ever 
told you what not to do, but he helped you do the best that you could do. And and he he really helped um, develop the uh, persona around you and the publicity around you. And there was sort of a building process, and they never did that for the new kids, unless the kids had a lot of money around them to begin with. How did you get um, discovered, Lacey J.? You said you well, were, I um, think you were in your late 30s when you got your record deal, which is very uncommon even in that day. I wasn't. They were, everybody was horrified. And I remember how horrible the New York Times, this is, this is sort of a backhanded compliment, but it, it really fried me at the time because I didn't feel old and I still don't feel old. But um, I was, I might have been 36 or 39. I can't remember. I was not a child. And they said, what has it come to in the great wide hope of country music is a waitress who's 30, however many years old. And it was like, really? You know, really? Are we really old at 36 or 39? No, we are not. And we're living, I got friends who are 90 now and they look great and they feel great and they're running marathons and doing stuff like that. The paradigm was changing. The paradigm was changing about what old age really was, but it hurt me and I was always hurt by that. In fact, at my last record company at many of the A&R meetings, she's too old. When I had black coffee, I had the hardest time. I had to fight. I almost, I actually think I had sort of a breakdown. Um, I could not get a video for that song, Black Coffee, which only went to seven in the United States because it was really not promoted. It kind of went by itself. And when it finally got to be too much, they finally begrudgingly made it a hit. But it went number one in just about every other country in the world. It became a dance hit. And it's a great song. And in fact, today, when we finish up with you, Lacey J, we're going to play a little of Black Coffee, a great song from 1990. I'm sorry, John. I didn't mean to interrupt. That's fine. No, it's it's your show. You're, we're all about y'all here. No, I didn't hear what you were saying because I was I was just uh, I was pontificating on something. You know, getting me sto- getting me stopped is the problem. Ah, that, we're glad, <laughs> glad to have you here. We're talking with Lacey J Dalton. You know her from hits like. 16th avenue black coffee and some of the other work you did back in the 1980s and such and you also have you've also had duets with people throughout the years like willie nelson you were the only female on the big duet album that he had out you know that was a that was a real high point for me number one because i think willie is an insanely amazing musician if you i i only heard about a year or two ago Willie's version of Crazy, the great Patsy Cline hit. And, you know, it's been that every kid in the world sings crazy when they first start singing country music. But the the way the chords that Willie plays on that song are so amazingly sophisticated and beautiful. And I had never heard it because it's not on the Patsy Cline version. It's on his. He's a fabulous writer. He And he's a very, you know, very sophisticated um guitar player and has such fabulous phrasing and Willie was always a great hero of mine and after I got to know Willie and toured with Willie and he is also a lover of wild horses he's gone uh, to Congress two times to plead for the for the lives of, of wild horses for the horses not to just be exterminated because the Bureau of Land Management that's really what they would like to do at the top levels of that a mismanaged organization which has been called by the government accountability office the most mismanaged 
uh, office in the entire government, which I got to tell you is saying something. <laughs> they, uh, you know, they're, they really would like to just simply get rid of all the wild horses. And there may be some people in there now that don't feel that way. I think the wild horses are a tremendous, a tremendous gift to, I mean, we build our civilization on their bones. The West was conquered because of the because uh, of horses yeah. we owe them something the fact that we've allowed them to you know breed into numbers that are not sustainable because we've taken up their habitat isn't their fault it's our fault and we need to be responsible about stuff like that well you're very you passionate know, about wild horses in fact you're so passionate that it's one of the reasons you don't live in nashville you actually live in nevada right now and you are very active in promotion of saving wild horses I am, and 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 that was that's one of the places where Willie Nelson and I uh, have come together. You know, as as ordinary people, is our love of these wild horses, and really because of Willie and Snoop Dogg. A few years back, the largest herd in the country, which is the Virginia Range herd, it, it may not be the largest contiguous herd if you would count the horses that are on Indian reservations. Mm -hmm. There are some Indian reservations that have many 20,000 horses, uh, which is really a problem. But um, as a just a wild herd roaming in Nevada, this is the largest herd, and they were about to be exterminated uh, by the Department of Agriculture of the state of Nevada. And I call Willie, and I ask him to do a PSA for me, to help me, and put it out on the... Uh, satellite and Willie said Lacey I can't I'm in the studio right now he well, God bless him took my call and he said I'm leaving for Amsterdam in the morning I don't have time but I will put your PSA out and I will say that yeah I will back it that it's you know I want it to happen and I said Willie that is so wonderful but it would be so much more powerful in your voice Willie went to Amsterdam and he and Snoop Dogg both did public service announcements they put them out on the satellite and that shut down the governor's office. <laughs> oh, they hate me out. They hate me here. They shut it shut down the governor's office out here for about for a couple of weeks. And the governor was heard to complain that one of the people on the expedition to Antarctica had called him and given him an amazing piece of her mind. Of course, it was all oh, that never came from this office. That never happened, you know, from here. But Willie's a great crusader, uh, not only for many kinds of social um, consciousness type things. He, you know, he has a bus that smells like a French fry that goes down the road running on biodiesel. You know, he's very much into uh, things that save this planet, and I am as well. I, I think we are. I think we are really at a very crucial point, and we really need to look. Oh my gosh, John! The neatest thing happened. There's this kid, this 28 year old kid named Dayon Slack. Do you know about him? I do not. This your readers uh, or your listeners are going to find this to be fascinating. There is above our state of Hawaii in the ocean, in Pacific Ocean, in the North Pacific, a garbage heap, mostly plastic, that is larger than the state of Texas. Marine animals are caught in it and drown. It is an abomination. And this 28-year-old kid from the from the Netherlands, and I don't know how you really pronounce it, and I think I'm. I think it's, I'm giving you the proper name, it's Dayon Slack, invented a trawler, a solar-powered robotic trawler. And there are five of them. And they are, it's supposed to be in about five years, they think they'll have that thing cleaned up. The trawler sucks in all this plastic, turns it into usable 
uh, recycled plastic material to make raincoats and stuff like that from. And they think in five years this huge abomination that is above the, the state of Hawaii will be will be gone. They've had some uh, they've had some trouble. They had a scooper thing that they thought was too big, and uh, so they're back to the drawing board. But the, this is the kind of stuff that kids are thinking about. This is the kind of stuff we all need to think about. Right. We're talking with Lacey you know, we, J. Dalton here on the Y'all Show. Talk with a Southern accent. Of course, you know her from her great music from the past, but also the activism that she's involved with, including the preservation of wild horses. But you also are making music these days, Lacey J. You've got a new project <laughs> called Scarecrow. I heard you were more excited about this project than you have been maybe ever in your career, but certainly you're good. It's good to have new Lacey J. Dalton music out there. John, um, I uh, have always, I was a folk singer for like 20 years before I ever got the, uh, my record deal in country music. And um, I've kind of, it, it, now they're calling that sort of music, Americana, it comes under a huge umbrella of roots type music, uh, all kinds of things. You know, things like you'd hear from John Prine or uh, Roseanne Cash or Emmylou Harris or folks like that. This, the, my new project and a project I made, a project I did in 2006, my first Americana project, which I did in my own studio with my own band, uh, called The Last Wild Place Anthology, just this year, won from Strictly Country Music, uh, the Pete Huttinger Award for the best record. Um, there was a song in there called Boundless Skies that was the best written record. Uh, uh, single and our uh, we had a song called Carl the Christmas Dog about my dog my destructive dog uh, that was the uh, got the Spirit Award for a Christmas Song of the Year this is from stuff old stuff that I've I've done in a in a, a little bit different style than my country music and I've been adding just lately this new project Scarecrow which has just come out um, is is really exciting to me. I think Scarecrow, the song, is probably the best produced song I've ever made. I'm so happy with it, and we just made a GoFundMe that uh, to uh, so that we can keep recording and get some money to keep recording. And we have that GoFundMe out on the oh, GoFundMe site. It's called um, Dust Bowl Resurrection, and there's a picture of the of the cover of the Scarecrow uh, EP. We did four songs. And this EP and uh, that um, GoFundMe video, which I did with my friend um, Jimmy Jackson, was a fabulous artist. You know, I did a couple of those GoFundMe's, and they looked like you know uh, overnight, you know, late night commercials for Ginzu knives. <laughs> <laughs> they were horrible. They were just horrible, and I I knew I didn't like them, but I didn't know how to make it better. And so I called my friend Jimmy Jackson because he does all the work for, or did for many years for Gibson and Epiphone Guitars, all their um, video stuff. I said, Jimmy, can you help me? And he came up and, and, and recorded some things to promote this new CD, but it already, uh, I, I heard from that it will be nominated for the Spirit Awards from Strictly Country Magazine. There are two songs from it that will be nominated next year. And we won the highest honors from those guys, uh, actually from the Spirit Awards and from Strictly Country Magazine. The board voted um, and that original Americana CD, The Last Wild Place Anthology, hmm. as the best. <laughs> and it was made in 2006. It was like, uh, people say, where have you been? I will tell you where I have been. I have, uh, I've been working the whole time, mostly booking my own shows. I have a few... Um, 
agents that will work with me. I still work casinos and fairs and festivals and little theaters, but I try to stay out in the West because it keeps the expenses down. Well, we need to get you to the South. I looked at your itinerary. I don't see any really deep South, uh, any dates you've got, and we need to change that, Lazy J. Dalton. Well, John, from your mouth to God's ear, I have I have not been able to I have not been able to attract a powerful agent um, that can that can still book me. But I think, you know, I think if you look at the reviews of my shows, um, I am still and my band and my duo we're we're really viable and we're working all the time. Well, let's try to help her out. Let's get her back down to the Nashville area and throughout the South and and uh, r- remind people all of the great music that she's had out, including. 16th avenue and this song that's going to take us to break black coffee such a just a magical song that was out in 1990 and Lacey j dalton we can't thank you enough for being our special guest and we wish you all the best john thank you for your support thank you for your interest and i want to thank uh, your listeners uh for having a little bit of an earful of Lacey j dalton thank you forever <laughs> all, right. all right the y'all show will continue here's a little of that black coffee how do you do you like black coffee Lacey j or do you have to put it something in it i drink i drink at least a pot of black coffee every day i should if they ever give me a transfusion it'll have to be with that <laughs> <laughs> all right we'll be right back thanks a lot thanks john black coffee Green and the jealous of the way that you used to love me. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Funds are deposited for delivery next business day at approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. Have you longed for a simpler life? Imagine how simple life would be if you just had one bill every month. It's that kind of simplicity Avant can help you find with a debt consolidation loan. Pay off your bills and have just one fixed rate payment. It takes just minutes to apply online. And depending on approval, you could have your money sent the next business day from $2,000 to $35,000. And because Avant is accredited by the Better Business Bureau, life is not only simpler, but in hands you can trust. Simplify your life with a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5151 when applying. Avant.com, code 5151. That's Avant.com, code 5151. Text and whatever. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. We're back for another hour of the All Southern Program. This is y'all, and I'm John. We're, we're so glad you could take some time here on this Tuesday to to tune in on great radio stations, or if you're catching us in podcast form, remember, you can catch y'all on the iHeartRadio app. You also can get us in the TuneIn Radio app and iTunes podcast. Hey, the neat thing about all those is when you find y'all on there, all you got to do is search for y'all show and it's right there. Hit subscribe. And every day when we have a new episode, it will automatically come right to your smartphone or iPad and you'll be good to go. And the neat thing too, you can just click one little button and you can share it with all your friends and family. 
and let them in on the y'all experience. It's so much fun, and we appreciate you taking some time to join us here. Coming up in just a little bit, we're going to have fun today. The barrister of Bodacious Barbecue is stopping by in a few minutes, and we just had the Kentucky Derby over the weekend, which, by the way, the appeal for the horse that should have won but didn't win is not going to happen. So enough of that nonsense. I'm not going to spend five hours here today talking about the Kentucky Derby like a lot of uh, radio and, and other shows have done over the last couple of days. But yes, that, that particular event has moved on. But what hasn't moved on is great ribs and barbecue found in Louisville, Kentucky. And we'll talk about all that with Matt Hermans at the uh, second segment of this today's show. Plus, we'll talk to Matt about fire pits if you've been looking for something to put in your backyard beside a swimming pool oh we got a good choice and we got i found one that probably a car is actually cheaper than on this particular fire pit and we'll have some fun talking to the the pit master himself matt hermans barrister of bodacious barbecue coming up in just a few minutes 803-816-1170 is our number to call or text if you have a question or comment and we start our sports lanyap today on this second hour of the y'all show with a little nascar news hey they raced on monday and martin truex jr picked up the win at dover delaware they had rain on sunday so they had to push the race back and there at daytona he won his first career nascar cup race uh, he won that back in 2007, and he won again on May the 6th, 2019, with a big win. And at Dover, 12 years later, after that first win in 2007, he, he got the checkered flag after a Sunday rainout. Martin Truex Jr., congratulations to this race car driver with a another win in Dover, Delaware. All right, college baseball, the top 25 rankings, the new rankings came out Monday. And we have some Western schools atop the top 25, according to D1 Baseball. UCLA and Stanford are one and two. But the Vandy boys, the Commodores from Nashville, are checking in at number three. The Razorbacks check in at number four. They move up from number five last week. Mississippi State moves up a notch. The Dogs and Chris Lamonis are 38-10 overall. They're the number five baseball team in the land. Chris Lamonis's college roommate at the Citadel, Dan McDonald, coaches the Louisville Cardinals. And the Cards are 39-9 and and rank six in the latest poll. The Yellow Jackets of Georgia Tech, Danny Hall's club is 33-14 and and ranked number seven. The Georgia Bulldogs are having a great year. They're 37-12, ranked number 8 in the latest poll. The Pirates of East Carolina are ranked number 9. The Red Raiders of Texas Tech, which has had a very good college baseball team the last several years, they're in the top 10 at number 10. Mississippi, which won a series at LSU for the first time since 1982, the Land Sharks check in at number 11, the latest D1 baseball poll. North Carolina is 13. Baylor checks in at number 14. LSU drops three spots to number 15 after losing that series to the Land Sharks. The Aggies of Texas A&M are number 17. The Pokes of OSU are number 18 in the latest poll. They jumped in at number 18 after not even being ranked last year. Congrats to Okie State. NC State is ranked number 19 in the latest poll. The Canes of Miami are number 20. Mizzou, M-I-Z-Z-O-U. Missouri is number 21 in the latest college baseball poll. West Virginia is number 22. The Florida State Seminoles are number 23. And those are your southern teams. Roughly 20 of the 25 teams in the latest poll from D1 Baseball are Dixie 
schools. Now to women's college basketball. Boy, we've, we've had some real maneuvers in the last couple of days on that front. Michaela Combs, a guard who was the 2017 Georgia High School Player of the Year, is getting out of UConn where she's been playing and she's going back to Georgia. She's got Georgia on her mind. And she'll have two years of eligibility at UGA and is applying for a waiver for immediate eligibility without sitting out a year. And she was a backup at UConn, of course, one of the premier women's college basketball programs in the country. Georgia coach Joni Taylor said in a statement released by UGA on Monday that Combs is the complete package and an explosive playmakers. She earned the 2017 Naismith and WBCA High School All-America honor at Wesleyan School near Atlanta before going to UConn. But now she's getting back to Georgia. She's got Georgia on her mind, specifically the dogs, and hopes to suit up for the lady dogs here in a couple months if her waiver goes through according to plan, at least for her. Her departure from UConn means that a Murray State racer is heading to Storrs, Connecticut. UConn's women's basketball is hoping to add Evelyn Abadayo, a graduate transfer from Murray State, to its roster next season. Now, she's a six foot one forward and will become the third member of the 2019 recruiting class as she is a, a graduate transfer. So she will be eligible to play immediately for the Huskies. And the racer had 19 double-doubles last season and averaged 18 two-point points per game and 11.4 rebounds for the OVC club. She's from London, England, not London, Kentucky. And I don't know if there's a London nearby south of the border. That would be the south of the Kentucky-Tennessee border. And she will, well, there's Paris. Paris is just below Murray, Kentucky. That would be Paris, Tennessee. But uh, London, I, I think the London they're talking about here is the one over in Great Britain. So this British native is going to be going to Yukon now as a graduate transfer. Okay, one more women's college basketball transaction to tell you about. Forward Mimi Collins is transferring from the University of Tennessee after just one season with the Lady Vols. And her decision to transfer was made public last week. And she, I don't know where she's heading to at this point, but she's just getting out of Rocky Top with a change of coaching staffs there, ready to start her basketball chapter elsewhere. Or maybe she's not going to play at all. Not sure what's going to happen to this former Vol. Now, let's talk a little college football, if you don't mind. And former Razorback wide receiver LaMichael Petway, who was the Hogs' leading receiver in 2018, announced on Monday he has committed to play for Iowa State, getting out of the SEC and heading off to the Big 12. And he put out in a statement, so many feelings and mixed emotions and a lot of praying went into this decision. All of this was a lot to process, but it's reality. I'm not sure exactly what to say, but to the University of Arkansas, the community, my help academically, my parents, even relationships that I've even lost before making the decision, I wouldn't be who I am today without you. And he went on to make this statement to media outlets across the natural state. Petway had 499 receiving yards last season for the Hogs, and he had 30 receptions and four TD receptions, too. But he will be moving on to Ames to be a football player for the Iowa State Cyclones, who are looking to replace receiver Hakeem Butler, who declared for the draft and was selected by the Arizona Cardinals just a few weeks ago. But now Petway, LaMichael Petway, that is, will be a graduate transfer for the Iowa State Cyclones. So he'll be suiting up here, assuming he will be able to be healthy come football season.
On Monday, President Donald Trump welcomed in the United States Military Academy, also known as the, uh, in football terms, the Army Black Knights. He welcomed them into the Rose Garden for a celebration of their winning the Commander-in-Chief's Trophy. Plus, they had the most amount of wins in the history of Army football in 2018. They were 11-2, and and they defeated both Air Force and Navy, and they get the Commander-in-Chief's Trophy and a beautiful day in Washington on Monday when they were feeded at the White House. And I love those cadets' uniforms, very sharp. One thing that came out of that is President Trump actually said that he's in favor of a waiver for athletes at our nation's service academy. What that means is, if this were to happen, that these athletes who may have a chance to play professionally, whether it's in the NFL, the XFL coming on board next year, perhaps it's for basketball, baseball, or some other sport, that President Trump's in favor of a waiver where they could go straight from the academy to the professional ranks, then go serve in our nation's military. That's what he is in favor of. I don't know if that will become reality, but he made that announcement right in front of Coach Munkin and the entire Army football team on Monday. Again, great job, Black Knights, for a wonderful 2018. Here's some college football. Oh, by the way, before we get to this college football, i got to throw this in there. Also, it was a busy day in the Rose Garden. Also, on Monday, President Trump gave the presidential medal to Tiger Woods as he is a golfing buddy of Tiger Woods. And gave him, I think, the highest civilian honor the president can give. He gave it to Tiger Woods after he picked up his latest green jacket winning the Masters in Augusta back in April. Way to go, Tiger Woods. Now back to football before I forget. Oklahoma and Georgia announced that they're going to have a home-and-home series. They're going to have a first game played in 2023. And then it'll be eight years later when they get together in 2031. That is a, a long time. In 2023, they'll have the game at Oklahoma's Memorial Stadium. And they'll play at what I think the new name is Dooley Field at Sanford Stadium, something like that, on September 13th. Hey, make sure you don't forget this date. Go ahead and add it in your iPhone. September 13th, 2031, the Dogs and the Sooners, Boomer Sooner and Go Georgia Bulldogs play in Athens. So it'll be a few more years before you see OU and UGA, of course. Who can forget their incredible Rose Bowl game in the 2017 season? which Georgia narrowly won that thing and then narrowly lost to Alabama in the national championship game. I'm, I'm sure dog fans ready to forget about that, but that, that Rose Bowl was truly one of the great games played in, in many, many, many years. All right, golf this weekend. They will be at the AT&T Byron Nelson in Texas. Aaron Wise, your defending champ, a purse of nearly $8 million on the line. And then next week, Golf will have its second major of the year, the PGA Championship. Brooks Kepka, your defending PGA champion. That's a major next week in PGA golf. And that's your sports land yap here on this Tuesday. When we come back, the barrister of Bodacious Barbecue standing by Matt Hermans. We're going to talk Louisville, Kentucky barbecue slash ribs. And we're going to talk about fire pits with the old barrister. That's up next on Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent. Blue Star Medicated Ointment works fast to relieve the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. It's amazing. It's like as soon as you put it on, you can feel it working. We've had Blue Star in the family for years. It works on everything. I love the cooling sensation on my athlete's foot. What a relief for my eczema. Nothing worked on my dry, cracked skin until I tried Blue Star. 
Blue Star is great for scalpage. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When a client calls, what do you want them to hear? Your personal voicemail? Hey, you've reached Greg's cell phone. Uh, I'm away right now, <laughs> obviously. Uh, leave a message and maybe I'll get back to you. Or something a little more buttoned up, courtesy of Grasshopper. Thanks for calling Green Landscaping. To make an appointment, dial 1. For billing, dial 2. To speak with Greg Smith, dial There's three. no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Funds are deposited for delivery next business day at approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions supply. See website for details. Have you longed for a simpler life? Imagine how simple life would be if you just had one bill every month. It's that kind of simplicity Avant can help you find with a debt consolidation loan. Pay off your bills and have just one fixed rate payment. It takes just minutes to apply online. And depending on approval, you could have your money sent the next business day from $2,000 to $35,000. And because Avant is accredited by the Better Business Bureau, life is not only simpler, but in hands you can trust. Simplify your life with a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5151 when applying. Avant.com, code 5151. That's Avant.com, code 5151. We got 24 tall boys on the chill Yeah, 14 of them's mine A little Marshall Tucker on the radio You know we just catch a little groove before the show We ain't playing nothing slow at the parking lot party A tailgate buzz just a sippin' on suds Ain't never too early To light one up, fill up your cup Cause I ain't no party like We're back on the Y'all Show, talk with a Southern accent. Hope y'all doing good here on this Tuesday edition. And Tuesdays mean a little barbecue talk here on Y'all. And we welcome in the barrister of Bodacious Barbecue, Matt Hearman's back into the Y'all Show. Hello there, sir. How are you, John? I- I'm doing well and good here on this Tuesday, sir. I'm glad to hear it. Happy Tuesday. Happy to. How you doing? That's the big question. Big guy. doing I'm doing kind of Tuesday-ish, you know, kind of in between Monday, but it's not Friday yet. I'm doing all right, though. Uh, did you did you lose any money in that horse race this past weekend? No, <laughs> I'm probably one of the, seems like I'm one of the only people I know that didn't. Uh, no, I didn't. I was uh, the best way not to lose money is to not bet on it, and that's what I did. Come, that's no fun. Come on. <laughs> I heard it was crazy. It I was crazy for those who had money on the line and – and it made for, in 145 years of racing at Churchill Downs, it certainly made for a more unusual race there. Matt, I didn't come on here to talk about maximum security and then all the other horse racing stuff. But I do want to talk about Louisville after seeing the Derby this past weekend there in Louisville, Kentucky. And I know on the Y'all Show before, we talked about mutton, which is kind of a bigger deal 
a little yeah. further upstream from Louisville in the Commonwealth of Kentucky, but I wasn't sure exactly what you knew about Louisville area barbecue and such. So I've got a guide to help us get through this thing. So you don't feel out of touch if you haven't checked in on Louisville barbecue lately. But as a salute to Churchill Downs and Louisville, they need a little bit more attention this week away from the horse track. They need to have a little bit more focus on barbecue. How does that sound? Yeah, yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, I've done a little uh, a little research on the Louisville area. Um, uh, Kentucky's a very interesting barbecue region like we've talked about before, so... Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's got the horse racing, horse racing and barbecue. That's what Kentucky does. How's that sound? <laughs> right, horse racing and barbecue. Yeah. That sounds pretty good to me. All right, well, let's talk a little bit about some of the Louisville spots that people can go to. Thanks to the Courier Journal, that's the newspaper in Louisville. They came out with a story, oh, a while back. It was last summer, titled "After an Extensive Taste Test, Here Are the Best Barbecue Ribs in Louisville." I know you can't wait for this one. Oh, I can't wait. I'm, I'm on the edge of my seat. And in fact, the article says, what is more American than sitting around the backyard gnawing on a piece of scrumptious, slow roasted hickory smoke pig in heaven on a stick? Well, uh, I'd say you'd be hard pressed. I'd be interested in hearing a, a list of things that are, but hey, that's got to be right up there, right? Yep. The article says, first, we needed the pick the type of meat to judge as to anyone outside of texas can tell you the only animal worth barbecuing is the hog suey are, <laughs> are they right on that i'm a pig guy so uh you're talking to yeah you're talking to a native texan who tends to agree with that although uh, you know uh, certain pieces of a brisket when done excellently are enjoyable but i'm a pig guy you're not going to get any you're not going to get any argument from me i love the pig well, they say that there's one thing to have pig, but also the whole making the rib part. It, it, mm-hmm. It's hard to mess up a butt. Just cook mm-hmm. it slow until the scapula slides out clean. Is that true? Oh, you know what? I will say this. When people say it's hard to mess up a butt, um, I think those are people who, who probably have a uh, – put it this way. If we're on a scale of 1 to 10, it's pretty easy to make a sticks – but maybe even a six and a half butt because pork butt is delicious when it's cooked properly period yeah but there is excellent pork shoulder you get up to an eight nine and a ten that is difficult to do so when people say it's real easy to do a pork shoulder uh, my response as a barbecue crazed uh you know somebody with high standards i would say it's pretty easy to make it a slightly above average butt but uh, to make a great one requires a lot of skill i would say all right, one other thing this article before we get to the listing of seven barbecue restaurants in the Louisville, Kentucky area featured here in this article. They say, Matt, and I, I'm sure you probably don't agree with this, it says, yeah, don't eat barbecue with a fork, period. Hmm, okay. I'd, I'd be curious to, to see, to hear why, what their uh, what their reasoning is there. I, I'm not sure. I'm just telling you what's in the article. Maybe they do things a little bit different in Louisville, Kentucky. Oh, hey, you know what? I guess next time I'm in Kentucky, I'm putting the fork down. <laughs> All right. Well, they have uh, put a lot of a lot of effort into this article that I found about Louisville barbecue. And one of the things they did is they eliminated restaurants not open for lunch on a Wednesday. Okay. There's a place called Hammerheads that for uh-huh. whatever reason, Wednesday lunch, not open. So, hey, they're not included in this list. 
Interesting. They also yeah, excluded chain that. restaurants based in other cities, even though some of them make pretty darn good barbecue, like Martin's Barbecue Joint and Famous Dave's. Yeah, I would hard. I would be hard pressed as a purist to call that uh, Louisville barbecue if it's chain barbecue. But mm-hmm. uh, hey, we'll, we'll, we won't uh, we won't hammer them. All right. Well, so the seven finalists, and I, I don't think we're going to give an award out here today. Who is the best of the seven? Just the seven finalists. Again, from the Courier Journal, Louisville, Kentucky. After an extensive taste test, the best barbecue ribs in all of Louisville. Maybe some of those people at this past weekend's Kentucky Derby are are still enjoying this a little bit more than the race this past weekend. Drum roll! Drum all right. roll! Here. Seven restaurants: Chop Style Barbecue, Feast. Frankfurt Avenue Beer Depot, Mama's Mustard, Pickles and BBQ, River Road BBQ, Shack in the Back, and Stevie J's. Those are your seven, according to the Courier Journal. Now I know Matt sitting here saying I, I need a little, I need a little bit more knowledge <laughs> about all these places, General. Well, the generals are incredible. Well, the generals here to deliver the battle plan. You ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. Feast is located at 909 East Market Street. Then they, you're like this. They have a good heavy smoke flavor and a good rub that's finished with a little heat. All right. All this is according to Joseph Girth of the Courier Journal who wrote this. Okay. He says these were glazed with a sauce that wasn't too sweet or too overwhelming. The meat was cooked perfectly, tender but sticking to the bone enough that you had to pull it away with your teeth. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, sounds like uh, sounds pretty good. Sounds like I would like to go and uh, try to corroborate that story there. Again, yeah, this is at a place called Feast, which give them credit. That's a pretty good name. It's a great name. Great. <laughs> Feastbbq.com is where you need to go. Again, got the sauce that was sweet, but it wasn't too sweet or too overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Up next okay. is Chops's Style Barbecue. And they are part. They're on Kentucky 329 in Crestwood, and according to this article, it's a part of a food truck that sets up in a TRC park in Crestwood. The ribs were big and meaty, and had a spice rub on the outside that was good but not great. The rib had the right tenderness but didn't peel away too easily from the bone which was good and this writer said that one colleague rated those the best while another said her rib was dry and has an odd spice flavor that i'll tell you what that that tells you right there barbecue is subjective right i would think so with that much that's a that's a big difference in opinion there one saying it was too dry and the other Uh, one saying it was rated the best Kind of the way it goes. Somebody, one man's odd spice, odd spice flavor is another one's delicious, beautiful spice rub. So yeah, absolutely. And as I said, Chops and Style Barbecue is a food truck. Do you kind of, um, kind of discount any kind of barbecue place that's not a brick and mortar location? Not, not at all. Okay, not at all. You can, uh, you can bring a smoker. You can bring your rub on a food truck. You can set it up outside the food truck. You can no. If you got a smoker. You know what you're doing. You don't need a building to do it. You can do it anywhere you want. Absolutely. All right. So good Good news for all those at Chops' Style Barbecue. Up next, Mama's Mustard Pickles and Barbecue. Website, Whoa. mamasbbq.com. Hard to go wrong when you name something Mama's. They're, That's they're, amazing. They're Mustard at 102 Bauer Avenue. And the writer says that he was a little bit disappointed with this one since Mama's is the place I go if I'm craving the queue. 
The ribs they serve at Mama's is a dry rub rib that doesn't come with sauce on it. The rub and the smoke were excellent, but unfortunately, the meat on the rib I tasted was dry. And according mm. to the writer of the Courier Journal, that knocks it down a couple of notches in his evaluation. And going back to your subjective part, others who tasted mm. Mama's ribs had a better experience and a moister, moister, juicier piece of meat. Interesting. Yeah. Juicy and moist. I would say those are very different things. We could probably spend some time on that, but uh, I'll let it slide. I wonder what they mean here when they call the name of the place Mama's Mustard Pickles and Barbecue. I mean, I'm intrigued by the mustard and the pickles part. Yeah, It's kind of like the barbecue is a side dish, right? So what's your opinion of pickles and barbecue, Matt? Oh, I like I like having a uh, a good pickle or uh, even a pickled red onion. Um, very very good. I think it goes. Uh, it's a nice. Uh, hate to use sound like I'm some fake chefy guy, but it's like it cuts through the porky fatty goodness uh, with that vinegar. Kind of, I think it's probably the same kind of reason people like vinegar sauce in certain parts of the country. You get that fatty, creamy, smoky pork, and then you got the tangy vinegar kind of. Kind of shocks your taste buds back and resets the whole thing back to uh, back to where you want to get another mouth-watering bite of the barbecue. So, big fan of the pickles, um, pickles, mustard, and barbecue. I don't know a mustard sauce. I like that, but uh, yeah, and I'm a fan of pickles with barbecue. Maybe not, maybe not at the same time, but you know, kind of as a little uh, little side side uh, uh, palate cleanser. How about that? I like it. Now, again, this is coming from Joseph Girth of the Louisville Courier Journal newspaper. And his article, after an extensive taste test, here are the best barbecue ribs in Louisville, Kentucky. Mama's Mustard, Pickles, and Barbecue, we've told you about. We've told you about Chop Style Barbecue and Feast. Mm. Number four on the list of seven from Joseph is Frankfurt Avenue Beer Depot. FrankfurtAvenueBeerDepot.com is the website, Matt. I know you're heading there right now to research no. this place. And yeah. according to Joseph, this restaurant which is located at 3204 Frankfurt Avenue in Louisville. It's known for the big cookers sitting out in front of the restaurant and belching, <laughs> belching hickory smoke into the air. I like to hear that. I like to hear that. Yeah, because we've uh, heard you say before how important it is to see that smoke when you are a barbecue restaurant. You need to have that smoke signal that you're a barbecue restaurant. Yeah, if there's no smoke coming out of there. Uh, I'm probably not going in. I don't know what's going on in there, but it may not be barbecue. Well, Matt, Joseph Girth, who I'm not sure might, it might be a pen name for a guy named Matt Hermans because <laughs> this guy put a lot of effort into this rib article in Louisville, Kentucky. But uh, man, I've Joseph, got some Joseph but, slash ooh. Matt Hermans barbecue barrister says <laughs> that although there might've been a lot of smoke coming out of Frankfurt Avenue beer depot, not that much of the smoke carried through to the meat on this Ooh. day. Ooh, not wow. good. Disappointing. He said it just didn't taste very smoky. And while the meat was tender and had the pink ring you want to in smoked meats, it just didn't have as much taste as he was expecting. That is disappointing. You get the promise of the smoke, you got the pretty smoke ring, and then no smoke flavor. That is... There are many different reasons for that, I'm sure, but yeah. uh, that is really disappointing. I think in the biz they call that a smoke tease. <laughs> I think 
I think maybe I think maybe you just made something up. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, I'm, I like that. After we've been like doing that. this for a year, Matt. Yeah, you can come up with all kind of crafty stuff here. Yeah, you never know. Maybe they got the maybe they got the wood burning out front, and they got the meat in the oven. That's uh, who knows. That's a weird deal. Or it could have all been fake news here. Also, he writes about the Frankfurt Avenue Beer Depot. He says, I would have also preferred the bark on the outside to be a little darker, which has been like that on past trips there. So what's up with bark on the outside being darker? What's he he talking about there? That would lead me to believe that he's right about the smoke uh, because smoke will make your bark dark. So dark bark. Trying to find another thing that rhymes with that. Dark bark is uh, is great. So that's that's essentially bark is what we talked about before. It's the outside of the meat. It's usually where the rub meets the meat uh, itself. And when you add smoke to it for a long period of time at a low temperature, it creates a different texture. It's kind of a uh, a firmer, crustier coating on the outside of the meat that we call bark. And it's one of the best things about barbecue. So it would lead me to believe if the bark was light colored. And it didn't take a whole lot of smoke. So, uh, uh, yeah, the mystery the mystery of the, the smoky smoker and the bland ribs continues, I guess. Yeah, he is not on a lark. He's telling us all about dark bark. So let's, <laughs> go, let's go enjoy this at the park. <laughs> right. Yeah, you see, I couldn't come. I couldn't do it. That's why... That's why you do what you do. Yeah, well, you I'm know, when I'm not doing the y'all show, Matt, you do know I'm a rapper. My, my stage name is <laughs> Wannabe barbecue barrister <laughs> dj bark dark bark yeah, yeah 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 up next on the list river road barbecue that's located surprise surprise at 3017 river road in louisville kentucky and according to joseph with the courier journal this place does things a little differently than the others starting with the fact that they use a complete spare rib that are big enough to flip fred flintstone's car on its side and anyone uh-huh. find that there really isn't much in the way of taste. Now, what's nope. he talking about when the ribs are big enough for Fred Flintstone's car? Yeah. yeah, so he's talking about a full spare rib. So spare ribs are bigger than uh, baby back ribs in the first place. They're flatter and they're bigger and they tend to be meatier than a baby back, which is curved and smaller and just a different cut of the, the pig. But what he means when he talks about a full spare rib is that means it's not trimmed. It's not what we would call St. Louis style uh, trimmed, which I don't know if that has anything to do with St. Louis, but basically what that means is the the rib tips and the the end of the rib, which is typically a very meaty part of the spare rib, is chopped off to where you kind of have the rectangular rib that you typically think of when you eat a spare rib. So a full rib has everything attached. It's got the rib tips. It's got the, the knuckle there at the end. It's got a lot of meat to um, to mess around with on the end of the rib, and they're they're much larger than your typical St. Louis trimmed spare rib. So some people like those. Uh, some people don't. It's a, uh, it's a meatier and messier eating experience, but, uh, I mean, I like them both ways. All right. Well, here's another phrase to add to your barbecue lexicon we just told you about smoke teas how about uh just the tip just the tip of the rib that is <laughs> leave that one alone yeah yeah you should that you should all right that's from river road barbecue louisville kentucky you can get a gigantic fred flintstone type rib 
there if you're in the Louisville area. And finally on this list of great places to get ribs in Louisville, Kentucky, Matt, we've got Stevie J's located at 1831 West Jefferson Street. And they're a little hut, according to Joseph Gertman of the Louisville Courier-Journal. And he said, after he ordered a slab, people there told us they couldn't have the slabs ready on the day we were taste testing. He says when he went by the next day for lunch, it wasn't open. He'll keep trying. (laughs) He said, but not on a Wednesday. I'll fire up my own smoker for the 4th of July. I just hope the neighbors lay off the fireworks. So uh, this brings into mind, I I have a a place that I go to from time to time for barbecue. And I'm sure wherever you are listening here in Dixie, you know barbecue places around that kind of, well, let's be honest, a lot of them kind of set their own hours. And you just don't know when they're actually going to be open. Mm-hmm. That's not terribly out of the ordinary. A lot of places, shoot, they, you know, their hours are as long as they have meat, right? So, uh, you know, however much, however many pork butts or racks of ribs or whatever else they cook overnight or early in the morning, then when that's out, that's out. Time to close up and get out of here. Sometimes that's uh, sometimes that's the best way to do it. Yeah. All right. Well, again, this was a recap of some of the best places to get barbecue ribs in Louisville, Kentucky, penned by Joseph Girth at the Louisville Courier Journal. You can go to their website, courier-journal.com, and find this article and to recap the lucky seven that made it onto the list from Joseph. Chopped Style Barbecue, Feast, Frankfurt Avenue Beer Depot, Mama's Mustard, Pickles and Barbecue, River Road Barbecue, and Shack in the back, and the last one, which he didn't even really have a chance to taste because they weren't really open, but that's okay. Stevie J's made it onto the list as well. And Matt and I will be making a beeline that would be barbecue line straight to Louisville, Kentucky, to enjoy some of this good food that you can find there now that the Kentucky Derby's over. I don't mind going there now. Just I didn't want to be there last week, Matt, with a couple hundred thousand of our closest friends. I've heard uh, I've heard the traffic and everything else can be quite quite a beast. Yes, sir. Well, you know what else is a beast? If you get a chance to have your own fire pit, we're going to go to a break. When we come back with a barrister of all things barbecue, I want to kind of get his tap into his great knowledge of barbecue and grills and such, and see what he has to say about something called fire pits because there's a, a wide variety of options. And now that it's kind of warming up in Dixie, we want to know, hey, what, what, what does the barrister recommend? We'll have that when we come right back. Unisom knows when you don't get enough sleep, it's hard to avoid the fog. It's a sneaky fella. Hates sleep. Only appears when you don't get enough of it. I've seen the fog make a guy pour salt in his coffee. Thought it was sugar. Ever fold an entire basket of dirty laundry? Wasn't you. It was the fog. Unisom is specially formulated to help you fall asleep fast and get a good night's sleep. You'll wake up ready to take on the day. Sleeping well is the fog's worst nightmare. Unisom. Use as directed. And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When picking a phone number for business, what sounds more professional? Your personal number? Hold on. Let me give you my cell. And uh, actually, let me get yours, too, just so I don't ignore your call, you know? Or a dedicated business number, courtesy of Grasshopper. It was a pleasure meeting you. Our number is 1-833-IT-TROOP. Give us a call anytime. There's no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com. 
this is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 8686. That's promo code 8686 at Vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. Hey, Dad, want to shoot some hoops? In a bit, buddy. I promise. Allegra knows that allergy symptoms can get in the way of enjoying the moment. I'll just play by myself. For outdoor and indoor allergies, get Allegra. It's the fastest non-drowsy allergy relief. It starts working in one hour, helping you break through your worst allergy symptoms with continuous 24-hour relief. Yes! Great shot, buddy. Let's play another game. You're on, Dad. Get Allegra and get back to the moment. Among single-ingredient OTC-branded oral antihistamines. Use as directed. Back now for the final segment of Y'all Talk with a Darn Southern Accent. We've got the barrister of Bodacious Barbecue, Matt Hermans, joining us here on this Tuesday edition as we kind of close things down. Matt, now that we have survived the winter months and things have gotten a little nicer across most of the South, a lot of people are going out in their yards. They're looking to do something besides cut grass while they're out in their yard. And I want to get your take on fire pits because, man, these things come in all kinds of varieties. Some are really fancy. Some are rather very plain. Some are quite expensive. Some are pretty cheap. So what, what does the barrister have to say about fire pits? Oh, man. Sake? I love I love a good fire pit, particularly, uh, you know, we're in the spring now. It's, it's going to be... It's not going to be warm. It's going to be hot soon across most of the Extremely south. hot. It's it's already hot in some places, but it's going to get yeah, even it hotter. Is. It is. It's, it's in the 80s in my neck of woods. But I like, I like, I love fire pits. I like them in the early spring. I like them in the wintertime, and I like them in the fall. Although there's, you know, there's there's no rule that says you can't fire a, uh, get a fire going in the summertime. You know, typically it's going to be hot and sticky during the summertime in the south as well. So, But I'll tell you what, there's always a good reason for a fire, particularly if you're going to roast hot dogs or you're going to make s'mores or um, you can do all kinds of stuff on a fire pit. Basically, a fire pit is nothing more than a, uh, a container for a fire that typically you will stick in your yard. Above the ground. Yard. It's not something in the ground. It's it's above ground, right? Yeah, correct. So when I say, yeah, it's a container. So it's, it's built up. There are all kinds of different fire pits. There are fancy ones with covers on the top. Uh, with seats around it, uh, but at the end of the day, it's uh, typically a metal uh, or stone uh, kind of a ring that uh, people gather around. You build a fire and enjoy the warmth or the crackle or the light, or uh, you know even use it for, like I say, roasting hot dogs or making s'mores at any time you want. So I love a good fire pit. You get a little music going, um, you know, maybe some uh, cold uh, beverages. I mean, it's uh, it's a good time. It's a good time. Now, for you, Mr. Barrister, are fire pits something you cook on or, or a certain percentage of the time they're just something to go out and sit down and have a good time with? Yeah, I don't think I don't think of a fire pit as a cooking vessel, although 
I guess at the end of the day, uh, you know, the most, uh, the most ancient and kind of uh, foundational barbecue pit is something like a fire pit, a tall version of a fire pit where you've got the fire and the coal on the bottom, and then you've got your grate on the top, and, and the distance between the fire and the grate is what gives you the low temperature. But, yeah, I mean, we don't, you know, if you put a people who cook whole hog, they usually do it on big uh, brick pits. Uh, well, not usually. A lot of the times, though, if you want to do it old-fashioned style, you cook it on a brick or cinder block pit, uh, something similar to a fire pit. But generally, when we talk about a fire pit, we're talking about a recreational fire. Um, perfect, something perfect though. Like I say, for sticking uh, sticking a hot dog on a on a stick and putting it in the fire, or, or putting your lighting your uh, your marshmallow on fire before you blow it out and sticking it on a s'more. That typically is just kind of a recreational fire. Well, again, they come in all shapes and sizes. I've gone to one of these frou frou websites. If you'll bear with me here. And don't uh-huh. think anything less of me. And they have some of these pits get really fancy with their decorations. Oh, yeah. And I, I kind of like, and I, I mentioned they were above the ground. Fire pits to me kind of seem like, for a lot of people, swimming pools in the backyard, whether they are above ground or below ground, because it, it looks like a lot of people buy these things, but they don't necessarily use them. They're more for show. <laughs> that's kind of true yeah that's uh i think you're probably right they're, about they're that. like I'm southern not... living magazines nobody really reads them but they just stick them out <laughs> to make them make their house look pretty i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna tell my wife that the next time she gets her southern living in the mail like, you're she not look at it? Are you? Uh, she looks at the recipes quite a bit i think shoot i think that's probably what most people do right get the oh, recipes well, out i've convinced people don't even look at the darn thing I, i'm just no, a jealous look- I'm just a jealous regional magazine publisher. Is all it is. No, you just put them on your. Uh, you just put it on your uh, your coffee table, right? It's pretty much what you do with it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I think. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can spend thousands of dollars on a fire pit that looks great, and uh, you know, where you can spend a hundred dollars on a on a chopped uh, <laughs> on a on a barrel you chop in half and stick on your yard. So, uh, I don't. I don't necessarily know how fancy you need to be with one, but I guess if you've got a fancy backyard, uh, you, you might want a fancy fire pit. Well, you know? let me let me tell you this, Matt. I don't have plans to get hitched anytime soon, but I'm going to go ahead and start a wedding registry just for the fun of it. Yeah, <laughs> breaking and news. I expect this to be coming from the Hearman's family when I have my 13th wedding here pretty soon. Um, <laughs> Lucky number 13. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what, that's what I'm hoping for. How about this fire pit? It's called Death Star Steel Fire Pit by Cedar Creek Sculptures. I found this on Wayfair.com. Again, Death Star, what what a crazy name. Death Star Steel Fire Pit by Cedar Cedar Creek Sculptures. It's got a really neat carved in looking forest looking deal when you put your fire down in there. Wanna take a guess what that retails for, sir? Oof. Oh, oh! By the way, it does come with free shipping. Oh, fantastic! I don't. It sounds like twelve hundred dollars or so. To uh, me. Let's go a little higher at uh, seventeen hundred and seventy-nine dollars and ninety-nine cents. So it's not quite eighteen hundred dollars. You save a penny. Holy moly! At least you get free shipping. Yeah, free shipping there, <laughs> but no assembly. I, I don't think these same things come assembled. Which no, no, no. wow, that's a, a Death Star, huh? That's interesting. Check that out at Wayfair. The Death Star 
steel fire pit by Cedar Creek Sculptures. Maybe, Absolutely. maybe, just maybe, Matt, we're in the wrong business. If we can get $1,800 for a fire pit. You ain't kidding. You ain't kidding. I'm, 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 yeah, maybe I need to be in the business where I can buy one of those. I'm not, <laughs> you got that right, buddy. Hey, we have a special guest coming on Thursday. He has a book about gnats. So while we're talking about fire pits, uh, do fire pits generally keep the bugs and gnats and mosquitoes away, in your opinion? Yeah, I don't think any of those. I don't think any of those bugs like smoke, and I don't think they like uh, they like fire either. Okay. Um, but you know, I guess it depends on which way the wind's blowing. I don't know. I I, I seem to get torn up by mosquitoes no matter what. So uh, I think it has something to do with blood type. But uh, I'm no what, doctor. What are you, sir? I think I'm O positive. I'm, o, an, I'm an O, o kind of guy too. Maybe we're related, yeah. Matt. I think we are. Yeah. Uh, I'm o, and I I'm a wimp. When I go outside for five seconds i am attacked by mosquitoes mm. i love the coastal environments of the world i, I could live mm. there 24 7 except i'm scared to live there 24 7 because i think i might be eaten alive by skeeters <laughs> and no seams from what i ooh, i hate those too you know what what i've heard is that uh those of us with o flavored blood are just really delicious to these creatures that's what i've heard well Hopefully we won't have any cannibals listening to us today, Matt. No, no, no it's not. They don't listen on uh, Tuesday. Oh, okay, good, good, good. And <laughs> so I, I wasn't sure if types of wood cooking have any. Is, does that, in your opinion, have any effect on the bugs of the world when they go near a fire? If it's a certain hickory, woo, they're like, woo, that's hickory wood. I smell here. I think I'm going to go see what's going on there. It attracts uh, very large insects like myself, but uh, now the uh, the what I do know about barbecue, typically if you've got meat on there and you've, uh, you've got wood smoke kind of mixed with meat smell, which typically happens when you're cooking a large piece of meat. Unfortunately, flies like that smell just as much as humans, and they will, they will tend to hang around um, a, uh, a barbecue pit if you've got a bunch of meat on there. So we all hate flies. Yeah. That's the one thing I know about bugs and barbecue. So. But they're good yeah. in potassium or something like that, I think. Oof. Good protein if you have a couple of yeah. bugs with your meal. Yeah, cr I mean it's a it's a crunchy element. You know, you always want that. Uh, you, you want the different types of uh, texture. Yeah. All right. Well, no, Matt, no flies for me. All right. Well, we'll make sure that. And again, go over to Wayfair sometime and give me that eighteen hundred dollar minus one penny grill for my forthcoming nuptials. Matt Herman's the barbecue <laughs> barista. He's back here today. We appreciate it. Can't wait to talk to him again. And we can't wait to talk to you again tomorrow. Y'all audience will be back on here with plenty of good ACC talk. We'll have Precious stopping by from Music City with all the latest on country music news and more. And again, on Thursday, we'll be talking about Nats, special author from Perry, Georgia, will be joining us about his new book. We'll also have a complete look at the Kentucky Wildcats. Kind of getting a lot of stuff coming from the Bluegrass State here this week, including the great article we talked about with Matt Hermans earlier after an extensive taste test, here are the best barbecue ribs in Louisville. That written by Joseph Girth of the Louisville Courier Journal. You can go online and check that out for more info. So enjoy the rest of your day. We'll be right back here on our Hump Day edition of Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent. Thanks for listening. 
a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 8686. That's promo code 8686 at Vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. Bluestar Medicated Ointment gets five-star reviews from our loyal users for fast relief of the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. Blue Star soothes insect bites and fungal infections. It really works on the summer rashes I get every year. I had psoriasis on my elbows. Blue Star worked wonders. Amazing stuff. Mirror bit on and the itch is gone. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Funds are deposited for delivery next business day at approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. Have you longed for a simpler life? Imagine how simple life would be if you just had one bill every month. It's that kind of simplicity Avant can help you find with a debt consolidation loan. Pay off your bills and have just one fixed rate payment. It takes just minutes to apply online. And depending on approval, you could have your money sent the next business day from $2,000 to $35,000. And because Avant is accredited by the Better Business Bureau, life is not only simpler, but in hands you can trust. Simplify your life with a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5151 when applying. Avant.com, code 5151. That's Avant.com, code 5151.